let me tell you about a man that I have met. They call him Captain or Wizard, don't forget. CJ Morgan's his name and he wanted to start a show, so we did. Now you're listening to him on that dang old radio. My uh, tax return has been burning a hole in my pocket, so I've been kind of exploring fun things to do with it. And the good thing is, Matt, I've learned that if I go online and like stuff on eBay or I actually call a place to ask about a price or something, sometimes that gets the itch out of the way. You know what I mean? The itch to, like, buy. It'll do that. Okay, so you get get kind of compulsions to make purchases. Absolutely. Uh, But one of the things I wanted to do, and I know you're upgrading your truck, and I called the same place that you're using because I've always wanted to have a brush guard, cattle guard, grill guard, whatever you call it. And I'm like, this isn't something that I'm going to buy at AutoZone, O'Reilly's, uh, eBay, whatever, and install myself. I'm going to, I want to pay someone to do it. I want to have it a professional one. So I call, I talk about it. It's a little pricey. Um, but then the guy's like, yeah, what, what kind of do you want it for? And I was honest. I was like, for looks. And I was like, also though, but I worry about hitting deer. And so I do kind of <laughs> want, um, I do kind of want it to like work. Where are you worried about hitting these deer? Dude, I'm, we, we always take road trips to New okay, Braunfels okay. to see family to Amarillo. No, I, get it. I know. I just, I, I imagined you on 183. <laughs> just on the highway. Yeah. yeah. Just swerving off the road. I'm not saying there's not deer like off Oak Mill area or whatever. I just don't really see them on the freeway. I'm, often. I'm just driving through a field. Uh, but we're, we're going to get to the deer. That's the whole reason I brought this up um, because I finally also did some, did do your own research. But, dude, I'm also getting a winch, I'm getting a turbocharger, and I'm getting glass packs put on my truck. Do you think that'll be cool? Absolutely, when you're doing it. Uh, hell yeah. Uh, never. Also, <laughs> I, I, when I talked about this, uh, about road trips and how I'll have a cattle guard, and I'm like, it's better if we you know, we drive with this. My fiance's like, I'm not, I hate taking your truck. She's like, it's uncomfortable. Right. Um, and I'm Just like, oh, be honest man. with yourself. You like the way it looks, and you want it. I do. I do. Yeah. I've stop, always wanted Stop looking one. for anything practical. Just say, I like the way it looks, and I want it. Uh, and I want to hit some stuff. <laughs> um, anyhow, we talked about deer, and there was always the thing like, what do you do if you hit a deer? Do you accelerate through them, as some people say? Or do you brake really hard? Do you swerve? Guess what? What? I finally looked it up. Okay. Uh, the uh, Of course, this is in Indiana. The the DPS there put out a, a press release of what to do when you hit a deer. And those little pussy deer aren't going to do anything. According, according to the, de- cat deers. the deer crushing experts, let's find out what it is. Um, and also, you got to remember, it's telling you stuff to do, but you have, what, a half a second often? Have you ever hit a deer or come close to hitting a deer come close and my parents have but it is one of those things that freak me out so when i'm driving i'm very i'm watching the shadow monsters as i'm listening to coast to coast on the side of the road and i'm also constantly sweeping for for deer um so here's what here's what happened uh you turn on your brights when possible and drive if you see a deer in the road this is important you gotta hit it don't swerve don't like you're more likely to lose control and cause more damage if you swerve. You got to hit the deer. Now this is where I think we get confused. It says if you're gonna hit the deer, stay in your lane and brake firmly. So you do. You want to brake. You don't want to be going fast. But I think where people got confused and they say to accelerate through the deer is 
brake firmly right into right when you're about to hit the deer, then let up on the brake so the nose of your vehicle rises rise, rise, rise. so it doesn't flip up onto the windshield. Here's the thing. And that's what you got to do. That's for a frozen deer. I mean, that's that's a frozen deer with frozen... With, there's also flight. I used to drive from Lano early in the morning, 5 a.m. into Austin. Yeah. And uh, the deer would... they. It's like they wait for you in the bushes until you appear. They do. But I would see them occasionally. They would be hauling ass twice. Came from my right side. I saw them. Then tried to get left a bit, but they would try to leap over the car. Yeah. One of them, their That's hooves a- clipped the top of my car. It was a horrifying sound, and it just made a little tiny mark. That was it. And it landed fine. Um, but bo- both of them were hauling ass and jumping and leaping. So... None of these would have done me any good. Yeah, that's what messed up my parents' car in New Mexico a couple of years back is the deer hit them. Yeah. <laughs> and it caused, like, it hit kind of where the wheel was, the front. Like, it almost pit maneuvered them, but at the front of the car, <laughs> and, it, and it caused a the problem. The thing is, they're acting. Deer aren't NPCs. They're, they've got, they're playing their own game, dude. Well, the good thing is, is I'm going to have a cattle guard. I'm going to have my glass packs. So they're going to hear me coming, and if I do hit one, I can take my winch and just drag it home and have uh, have some good jerky. Uh, well, yeah. well, welcome to being your true redneck self. Hey, I'm more excited that after five years of not knowing how to hit a deer, I finally looked it up and I talked about it on the radio. Maybe it will save someone's life, not the deer's. Happy birthday, Ashley, turning 24 years old today. It's Leap Day. That's right. Today's the greatest because today doesn't count. Uh, first of all, gentlemen, it's leap day. Happens every four years. Technically, we don't get paid today if you're salary. Um, so make sure to go in. And make sure to clock the extra hours for today, so you can get what's uh, what's the what's seven point twenty five times eight hours. Make sure you get that extra amount, guys. We got to do that right away. Yeah, I'm on salary, so I'm, I'm not helped whatsoever. Ooh, wow, look at Mr. Richie Rich over here. Uh, do y'all know why we have a leap uh, leap year, leap day? Do you know specifically what the good reason is for it? Yes. You mean the scientific reason? Yeah, so we don't have Christmas in uh, the summertime eventually. Uh, yeah, the we're not straight up 365 days, Correct. right, Correct. It does not take 365 days to go around the sun. It's .2421. Yeah, it's so, just slightly uh, less. So we can either start falling behind and actually where we are in the solar clock, or we can just, as the smart folks in science figured out, Pope add Gregory, a day, the, it, puts us, it puts us back on time. Yeah, and that's that's the reason why they changed the calendar. And there's what's great is like since ancient times, they've known that it's not completely even and they've had different ways to fix it and our current way of fixing it is a leap year and i said happy birthday to my friend ashley who's 24 uh because she's born on uh on leap day and it's kind of a fun thing when she was growing up to have a birthday every four years that every was extra school special always had the one leap year kid That's, and yes. i i remember as a kid thinking that they were the cool i felt like they had been gifted this yes. magical power and i was always so envious of the kid that had the leap year the leap birthday. birthday. It's it the magic the, one. I felt like it just made him... Spe- you know, you care about different things when you're a kid. And I, to me, I was like, oh, wow, they get to be special forever. Leap days are like a magical day. And we've discussed a calendar on the show several times. Um, and I kind of wish we'd go to that. But every four years or so, or every eight years, you get a purge week. You get an entire week in January 
where nothing counts, nothing hits, just a reset. So the right. calendar adds up. I want that. I want purge week. That would be rad. That's what we need. Everything's so, closed. Nothing's open. Take all of, so that you don't have a February 29th and you don't even have a January 1st. There's one year where you have seven days of just, it's uh, it's not even a month or days. You just know that you're going to have. between January you have and seven December. seven sun cycles. And that would happen every 28, how long, how it would take 28 years for you to have one of those? Yeah, yeah. But and I'm going to be honest. I don't want to purge year. I don't want to like, I don't want a year of violence and cruelness and robbery. I want a year where I can just have sex with people <laughs> <laughs> and not get in trouble for okay. it. That's fine. That's, uh, oh, can we do it on leap day? Can, can you just, one? can you just talk honestly with your fiance about having an open relationship? Yeah, yeah, that always goes really well. Um, and it's always a dude that broaches it. I'm sure that'll be fine. That's, hey honey. Do you um, want to know why it won't be fine? Because I can't even if I was single or open, it, uh, there's no, no way because I could. because here's the thing that you have to know. She is still super hot. Yes. And she's going to be crushing it that week, and you're going to be super sad in the middle of it going, well, I I meant me. I meant me, me. go out and have fun. Why are you? Come home. It's not fair, honey. Come home. We're not too far from spring break. Are you taking your kids anywhere? It's time for parent pickup. Y'all ready for this? Spring bake. What a magical time in a little one's life. I uh, feel like it's changed, though, right? Uh, don't we get more time off as kids, or they spread it around more? I don't know what you're talking about right now. Okay, well, I'm going to let you talk. But okay. Spring break's exciting regardless. Anytime you're sure. not in school, it's great. Do you have memories of traveling as a kid? No, we were poor, but... No, uh, I, I mean, I'm talking about, like, I have a memory of, like, just driving, going to my grandparents one time for a weekend. Oh, I yeah, yeah. one time of, we, my family took a road trip. We were down in Brownsville, Texas. We took a road trip up to Bernie, Texas. It's not exactly exotic, but I still have a clear memory of it. Yeah, we used to drive to Green River, Wyoming a lot to okay. see family. Uh, I remember as a kid going to Carlsbad Caverns, and that's where I thought New Mexico, the land of enchantment, was the greatest place ever. Uh, so yeah, it was it was fun. Do you know when you go traveling, you ever go to a different city, and when you're there, you it just feels like the light is different. It feels like everything's different. Everything. Mm -hmm. It's because it actually is your perception. You're you're built into you in your uh, in your brain hole and your brain stem and your brain feelings uh, is uh, locational a thing. awareness. Yeah. The, here's the thing. If you were walking the same forest every day, your body would get kind of used to it. When you went to a new forest, your brain said, hey, we don't know where the tigers are in this jungle, so let's be a little more alert. And so your eyes literally will let in a little more light. Your nose your sensitivity smell, that's is, the big thing will I noticed, increase yeah. because your brain has been trained through uh, you know millions of years of evolution so to pay closer attention when your surroundings aren't familiar. It's also kind of like when you go out of town for a week and then I return home to my house. I'm like, God, this house smells like dog pee. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I haven't gotten so used to it. Part of that is why as kids our memories are so strong it when fit. we take yeah. those those trips. Is that it's also like, again, there's a woman named uh, Samantha. Brown. She used to have a travel show on like PBS or something. And then she disappeared. She disappeared for the reason a lot of us disappear from life. We, she had kids. And sometimes there's just not time to do the things that you want to do. She says she still loves traveling with her kids. Um, she doesn't do it for television anymore. But she says it's great because she can, she can watch her kids being kids. She knows she, these kids are making these memories. And she says, I think it's a good idea for your kids to see you 
not in your daily routine as well as parents. So that your so that your kids can see you as a little more uh, of a human and sometimes more relaxed. Yeah, and it's kind of fun too to have just staying in a different place, maybe getting to go see family. Yeah, like but when it, I read that, I immediately to... thought, well, that's because she's a mom. Was your dad ever relaxed on a road trip? Did you uh, ever think of your dad as being ultra chill on a what, road trip? Dude, that's the thing. Is he's like the, I'm going to drive 10, 12 hours guy, so it right. wasn't. And, and right. you know, if we're going to Wyoming to no. see family, we're going through mountains. Right, and you're, you're going to pee in a Gatorade bottle. Well, once my dad and Uncle Mike went down to the basement at Uncle Mike's, right, and right, the right. funny smell then started. Came, then he came up and he was chill. Yeah, yeah, they were very chill. Right. I'm just saying that it's generally the first day I think I've taught my kids that dad can be an a-hole. Hopefully, though, they've seen me on day two and day three and go, oh, he's kind of fun. And I try to explain to him, this is who I used to be before, before you, you showed your up. Fault. Yeah. So she's just a reminder and a reminder to all of you that if you were, you know, maybe you were on the fence, it's always good to take a little trip. It does not have to be Disneyland. It doesn't have to be one of these insanely expensive no, trips. Your kids will make memories. Uh, even on small and things, but if you have the opportunity during spring break, even though like I'm working spring break, my wife is working spring break, but we're going to find the opportunity on one of those weekends to just, just do a little road trip with I'm, kids. I'm jealous of people that grew up in the hill country because there are so many great camping places. And to me as a child, some of the most fun we've ever had that I remember growing up was going camping at Lake Meredith or Lake Greenbelt, which is, you know, like. 2030 to an hour away from uh, Amarillo and going with, you know, our neighbors, our relatives, like just a group of people going yeah. camping. Like, I love that. And it wasn't, it wasn't, like you said, it wasn't Disneyland or something like that. It was, it was magical. Have you ever gone camping at that place right here by the station? Uh, it's right. You mean down that run, Literally right behind my old <laughs> right house. Right here by the other side of the fence? Yeah, I, I, eventually I Don't will. Don't take your kids there. The, the fires smell a lot like kerosene and tires. We've got to get better at these sports bets because I am just a loser, Matt. I keep I keep losing to you, and it's always very close. It's always one thing. Um, but are you ready to punish me this week? Are you excited? Uh, can, they all involve my bear buns and your hands are tangled. Wait. I don't know. I don't like this at all. It. They all involve your bear buns are my t- and my tongue? Your hands are tangled. No, that's yeah. doesn't sound like mm-hmm. that's a that sounds like you're trying to punish me for losing it again. No, I hate someone kissing and licking the booty. Yeah, so I don't. That's gonna be a punishment for me. No, I think that's gonna be a punishment. No, for me. That's, hey, that would be pretty messed up if I just made all the punishments involve you having to do something. Yes, it would be really messed up. It would also be very on brand well, for you. Well, that's not it. Uh, I'm going to go drop some Plinko chips, and Matt, if you want to kind of tell the people sure. what we have on the While board. While you're getting up, I'll let you know that, the folks, the way I see Ice Spice out there, I see Hang 10, I see Floppa Hot Dog, Tummy Rubbin, Lego My Ego, Egg Exactly, Sack Race, and Snort a Line of Ketamine. Still on the board. I have a feeling that CJ will be trying to line up for Snort a Line of Ketamine because yeah, up, flop, flop a hot dog. And you know how much uh, people have always loved the hot dogs around here on the show. But the second Plinko is on its way to Sack Race. Now, flop a hot dog is a little different than hawk a hot dog. Flop a hot dog, you got to take a hot dog. It is attached to a string. It's between your legs. In a little belt loop. You have to try to swing, get it swinging between your legs, and then try to flop it it up into the air and catch it with your mouth. Yeah, that's... Kind of like that old game where you had a cup and a ball on a string, and you tried to... 
Yeah, to that's pop what the- we're gonna. You know, I'm I'm not even gonna let uh, the humans vote on this. I think we're just gonna try to flop a hot dog. Why? Tomorrow. What is sack race? Does it involve your balls? No, it involves like actually right, putting, getting in a potato sack and hopping down the hall. Um, which is fine and all, but I feel like flop a hot dog is a lot more fun and funny. Didn't you just come back from like a major surgeon's office because they were telling you that the reason you keep limping is that somehow for some no reason cartilage. your hip is completely degraded? Yeah, yeah. At a way early premature age? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so should you be getting in a sack and hopping down the hallway? No, but... I'm not. I'm gonna flop a hot dog okay. instead. I I'm feel okay like with that. I feel like that's a good punishment, and uh, we'll enact that tomorrow. And we need, we do need some more punnies because I notice a lot of mine, they're all, they're all physical or they're all eating involved. There's, there's got to be more to it. I forgot to return that shot collar to Amazon, so we do have that. Um, there was a comment one day that, that someone's like. All the mat punishments involve you hitting him in the dong. And yes. I think it was only the ketchup one. Now, you have but, a lot of things where you try to cause me pain, and then you try to... You snort a line of ketamine? Well, then you make things like that are fun for you, or that you think might go viral on air, where you're like, oh, I can do this really crazy, fun thing, where people will be like, wow, that's hilarious. And then, when, and then anytime I lose, the punishments are like, um, undo a wire hanger and whip the crap out of Matt. And I'm like, why, why, why is this one of, this doesn't seem like a funny hot dog thing. Hey man, it's because you don't lose. <laughs> I will say of all the punishments, like ones that actually suck that we've done, where we had Madeline from Austin Monthly in here, where we had an attractive woman rip out my chest hair. That was probably the worst. Yeah, that one, yeah, was, and there's video was, of it, it at was. CJ Morgan Show. That one was that was painful. It was degrading. It, that was rough. I don't think there's something about that kind of ripping out chest hair pain. It it's was rough just, for you, but for me, it was just sitting next to an attractive woman for a while, and I was okay with it. I'll be honest with you. Like, I, I was okay with that punishment. They smell good. They do. They really do. They really do. Matt, if I were to tell you I had been planning a minor but exciting prank on my fiance, would you Would you probably be like, CJ, don't do it. Come on, man. No. First of all, I would... I would be confused because you rarely do planning. You just, at the spur of the moment, go, I'm going to play this prank. And since you don't do planning and think it through, is why it tends to backfire so severely. Well, um, well this then, one I planned okay, and I thought that, through. Well, that, does, that does scare me because now you'll have less, less of a way to get out of trouble because you used to just go, well, honey, I'm sorry. I didn't think about that. Yeah. And do you... I, well, I didn't. Do you constantly think of ways to prank your never? Your I've wife? never. I've literally never. Tr- I don't think I've ever tried to prank her. Like we tease each other in a oh. fun and laughing way, well, but I've never. I've never been like, oh, maybe I can fill this shotgun with blanks and shoot them at her family, and, and it'd no, be hilarious. Geez, I would never do. That's brutal. Uh, well, maybe it's training for to have more awareness. Like my thing, I like to do now is she'll come home and she's like looking at her phone and she gets her keys out and I already have the door a little cracked and I'm peeking through it and then she'll put her key and I'll go uh and I'll just be there <laughs> uh it's not good and today's prank didn't go well either oh. I was so excited you said you've been planning a prank I you, have. you should have said I planned a prank well this morning was the execution of it and I was so excited out funny because use the word execution we heard she is gonna cut something off and I don't think it's gonna be this head with the brain up here the the, the tinier brain uh I thought 
she would love it. I thought she would think it was funny. Actually, while we were off air, I called her just to make sure things were cool. Oh, that's what that call yeah, was? Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, you heard uh, the background uh, uh, of that. I did. I did hear that. Yeah. But we heard something... We heard something that was like manic, insane. It was a little song, and it made us laugh ridiculously hard. And so I thought, haha, I'm going to wait until I can make that a ringtone or I can make that her alarm tone. I'm like, I'm going to do it. This is going to be great. And I figured out how, how to do it. It's a little harder, but if you have an Apple iPhone, you have GarageBand. You can either record. I don't think you can upload, but you can record off of another laptop or you can make a ringtone using GarageBand. You save it. It says save as ringtone. You do that. And then when you go into the alarms of your phone, right? you put it there. So she has an alarm every morning she wakes up to. I created this. I uploaded it. And then I wake up excitingly when I hear it at 7 a.m. because it was such a dumb manic song. It made us laugh so, like, we went insane just laughing at this weird thing. It's a song called Beef and Lamb, Chicken and Ham. Yes. And I was uh, very excited. And the first time it went off, she was kind of confused and she snoozed it. The second time she realized and she's like, what did you? I was like, ah, I got you. And she's like, don't mess with my stuff. Stop touching my phone. Don't go like, stop. Leave it alone. Oh, that sounds like she must have some nudies hidden in there. The third time it happened, I roll over to laugh at her and I see her just staring at me. She's awake and just staring. This one wasn't too terrible. She, I'm on your side. She just let one. it go. I know. And it's also, I'd been waiting because she came in yesterday to use the bathroom because she works from home sometimes. She set her phone down on the cabinet and it was open. So I had to keep touching it to like make sure the lock screen didn't go. And then finally she went back to her office and she left her phone. And so I grabbed my laptop. I grabbed my phone. I'm like, all right, how do I make this ringtone? And then I had to wait 24 hours for it to actually go off. Yeah, and then it did, and and she was more upset. I thought she would yeah. be like, "This is clever and great," but I mean, I what? think any other time of the day. But from what I've learned from the times that you go out of town, she's not a morning person. No, she does get up earlier than I do, and I sleep. But I'm also when I wake up early, I get very hyper and stupid, and I just want to like goof. And she does not like it. Not to mention, she's probably sending nudes to her boyfriend or girlfriend more no, likely. she doesn't send them to me. Oh, she does it in person? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I thought I got her good. I yeah. thought I had the, I thought she was going to laugh and make love to me after she's like, When researching, trying to help turns into research and finding the bad. Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird. Or wired. What could it be? Is it weird or is it wired? We're going to find out right here on the CJ Morgan Show. Matt, take her away. Yeah, a couple of researchers were trying to find out about how light affects tattoos and their chemical components. Whoa. Uh, you might know that, uh, you know, you've got tattoos. And I a do. lot of times you might try to keep them out of direct sunlight. It fades them a well, little faster. Well, especially new. Yeah. And as I learned with my very first tattoo when I was 18, don't get into a hot tub. It's chlorinated. Right. There's a lot a of things. Week so later, yeah. people are, tra- are trying to learn about that. While they were doing it, uh, these two researchers, uh, the last names uh, Ahmed and Ruren, uh, they're in uh, England. They discovered that many tattoo inks contain substances not mentioned on their labels whatsoever. 
The discrepancy raised a lot of questions. Hey, were these just not labeled? Were they made incorrectly? Or is They're our cheaply. skin breaking down these chemicals into subchemicals and we don't understand quite how that's our, doing Because our body, that. our skin being the biggest organ, does do a lot of stuff to try to fight yeah. things off. So are they fighting my tattoos? And well, more importantly, do my tattoos make it look like I can fight? That's right. Well, uh, do they make you look cool? Do they make you look like you're afraid of your mom? Uh, <laughs> the research team, now you might say, well, this is England. This doesn't affect us. Well, the thing is, is they were only researching inks from U.S. manufacturers. And well, guess what? crap ain't there coming from the colonies. How dare they bring it over here? Oh, no, no, I can't one beat. This, is, this one's kind of long, so if you could, okay. maybe if you can reduce how many of the extra Dickens you characters you do. You can't stop talking so much meat's trying to get his point across. Was that English and Australian? I don't know, dude. I used to do a good brick top. That's what I want to start doing. Brick top? Yeah. What is that? Snatch. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> just like, oh. Hey, look, out of the 54 ink samples that they were researching... 90% of them had significant variances from their labels. And uh, here's the problem. Some of their variances, uh, they contained chemicals like polyeth- polyethylene glycol. That's a compound that leads to organ failure. Um, That's why the- I can't get a boner anymore. <laughs> Maybe. The other findings included propylene glycol. That's a known allergen that can create uh, you know, problems for you and urinary tract infections. That's why I can't get a boner anymore. Yeah. And also, they contain two phenyxiethylonol uh, which I think, I think I nailed that pronunciation. That poses a risk to nurses, nursing infants. Please don't make a boner joke okay. right now when we're talking Dang about it. the nursing infants. Just trying to protect you from you, okay? Okay. Well, we do call Spencer Big Baby. Yeah. Uh, now here's the thing: they were testing Such these. Man milk. We we don't. Do you know? Do you know when inks in the United States began to be, started being regulated? Uh, 1996. 2022. Like, <laughs> uh, God. Any tattoos before that were unregulated. They were cla- classified merely as cosmetics. Did not have to be regulated. Uh, they are just now beginning oversight of tattoo inks. The thing is, even in America, they only have to regulate a chemicals found at a level of 2,000 parts per million. Yeah, in Europe, is... those chemicals are regulated at a uh, target of two parts per million, which is a thousand times less strong. Um, they're hoping that this will open up a conversation between artists and their clients to demand that the manufacturers are being more careful in their labeling and can protect everybody a little better because uh, you've got that rippingly cool, you know, um, stay puff marshmallow man on your neck or a, a, a veal chop on your bicep because you're a chef. Whatever it is, you want to look cool, but you also don't want to die because you're tattooed. Mostly don't want to die. No, I mostly want to look cool. Yeah, screw it. be honest. Did you know? Welcome to our fact-finding learning segment. Uh, did you know when the A-bomb was dropped on Hiroshima, the light from the fireball was so intense it actually melted the copper of surrounding buildings, uh, supposedly making it a lot easier for uh, my old neighbors from Amarillo and Pampa. <laughs> Your to, old meth head neighbors to, 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 to gra- gather to it up. Can I tell you something I did one time about copper? Uh, okay. Because, you know, I used to work in a metal yard. and uh, I did I was, not know that. I was driving to work one day to here at the radio station years later, and I was going down Desal, and there's a metal yard there, and I noticed a giant pile 
of like copper piping. It had been run over. It was like a bunch of mixed up stuff. And I saw that in the road. And I was like, ah, I'm not going to do it. And I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? And I flip around because I was going to grab it and take it to a different metal yard because clearly it fell out of someone's truck, right? right. Uh, but before, like in my U-turn, someone had U-turned underneath me taking the shorter <laughs> u-turn the small spoon u-turn and got out and they were facing the wrong way they got out and got that copper before i could and yeah, what's funny too is it was a but it would have been a pain in the ass to mangle and get all that into my car probably 15 bucks worth of copper it's not quite as expensive as i guess if you need a fix it doesn't matter i guess it does but not much but uh hey that wasn't a did you know that was a random metal yard story matt what do you know <laughs> did you did you know CJ used to work in a metal yard? I did. I melted <laughs> aluminum. I. Uh, I'm going to stay on the uh, World War II tip. Did you know Captain America number one has an iconic cover? People talk about it. It has Captain America, and he is punching Hitler in the jaw. When Take co- that. When the uh, cover first came out, the two people that created the comic, Joe Simon and Jack Kirby, received thousands of death threats because at the time... Sad to say, Hitler was kind of not seen as a bad dude. We were not in World War II yet. People did not want to be in World we War II. We did not see this coming. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, uh, anyway. Well, uh, it was, yeah. It was the mayor the- of New York was a fan of both uh, authors and, and pledged uh, his protection over uh, both of them. Well, here- and eventually, I think people, some people, came to realize that Hitler, not a great guy. Not a great guy. And so part of the problem was we were... America had always kind of tried to be isolationist, but not. And then we're like, why should we get involved in another one of Europe's wars after World War One was so recent? And, uh, you know, there's another thing, I guess, why some Americans supported Hitler and the Nazis early, early on is we somehow get horny for authoritarianism. We, we want a king. We want a leader. It is bizarre we, how we are... Uh you yeah. know, a representative uh, democracy, uh, what have you, and uh, but we still are horny for a dictator. Yeah. Uh, speaking of someone absolutely in charge, did you know Archduke Franz Ferdinand, uh, who was assassinated, sparking, of course, uh, the Great War? There's a lot of complex things. Uh, I could tell you all day about the von Schlieffen plan, and, and World War One fascinates me more than uh, W2. But anyhow... Before he was assassinated, his father was old. He was going to uh, step up to, as the uh, the ruler of the Austro-Hungarian Empire. Uh, he actually wanted to create a... He wanted to federalize it. He wanted to create the United States of Greater Austria. He wanted to allow a lot more autonomy and freedom for areas. And he was a big supporter of, you know, the, uh, the people who were part of the empire, the Serbians, the people who actually killed him. He was probably the the only person in that government that really believed in in not necessarily their complete sovereignty, but giving them a lot more autonomy and freedom. And what'd they do? They killed him. Starting a whole ass war. Jerks. You want to talk about toilets instead, Matt? Mate, we'll save that for tomorrow, okay? Okay. All right. Whether you leave crying from laughter or crying for humanity, this show is guaranteed to make you a little moist. M-O-I-S-T. Can't believe they made me say that word. The CJ Morgan Show on 101X.